uh, the most points was basically a raffle day where they're going to get a certain number of points and then if they do the work in class they'll get more points and they can use those points to bet on different prices oh, so you're cool. teaching them not only how to bully but to gamble No, he's teaching them how to invest because you got to be smart about it, right? You got to put in enough points so that... You got to be smart about what you... Yeah. You got to remember how many points that other person has. Exactly. Investing is just the white person's name for gambling. (laughs) That's actually really funny. And we're back for another episode of the Least Worst Option Podcast. Do-do-do. Leslie here again as your ever-present, omnipresent main host. I don't think I'm a main host. I'm just the one that introduces these and gives us some level of organization. What did you guys do when I'm not here? This is a question. You made CJ the host? Wow. I'm proud of you guys for that. Then he said, I'm not doing this because what the fuck? And then (laughs) I was the host. Oh, well. You know, there's that. Well, let me introduce y'all. I forgot. I'm here joined today by Chase and Chris, and I'm Leslie. I don't remember if I said my name, but I'll say it again because it's a good name. I like it. Um, we are, we're here. We are here for y'all, at least we're Option Network. Um, yeah, we got a good episode planned. We're going to start it off. Um, this week's least worst option is Disney Villain, and Chase made a good point where he was like, there's so many good options that I don't know if there's a least worst option. Like, and I don't know what you were thinking about it, Chase, but every time I think of one, I'm like, that one's got to be the worst. And I, here's, here's a question I have for y'all as you're thinking about this. What, did you, what, do you, what do you define least worst Disney villain as? So I think if they're the least worst, that means they also have some, some good things about them. Okay. Like they're not just the most evil person. They're not just the, the worst like negative impact on the story. There's some cool shit about them, um, which makes them not necessarily a villain. Okay. I was thinking more along the lines of they didn't have any agency in the movie, more from like a character perspective. So like they just were a poorly written character. Oh. And like the only reason why they existed was just to move the plot. Yeah. That's really interesting. I think I thought of it as like where Chris was, where like they didn't do, because I think my, my first one was like Scar, because Scar is always the one I remember the first, because Lion King is omnipresent in my head. And then like Hades was after, because I love Hercules. And I was like, oh, well, those guys are actually, like, good villains. Like, they have, like, really they're, – they're, so I'm like, I guess they're not the least worst. They're, like, the worst. And I was like, or are they the best because they're good villains? Um, they're good villains. They just have ne- a negative character arc. Yeah. But they'd be great if they were good characters. Um, all right. Well, let's get into it. Do one of y'all want to start? You're thinking. Chase is I'll go with one. You got I got it? one. All right, Chase. Let us know. Yeah. What do you got? Hit us with it. I actually was thinking about it. And I think the least worst, based on the criteria I said earlier, specifically the fact that he didn't have much agency in the movie and he didn't have much of an impact, wasn't really about the universe villain. I am going to say, I can't remember the name of this man, so I am looking him up. Yeah, I was going to say, when you were starting to talk, I could hear the tic-tacking of your keyboard and i was like i hope the people at home can hear it because it does sound like you're pulling up an excel spreadsheet and you're like based on the criteria and as i'm looking through my data <laughs> maybe he doesn't have a name what movie is it from william clayton 
Tarzan. Oh, Clayton. You think wow. he's the least worst? I think he's the least worst. I don't think he is. I think he's definitely the worst. Like, he's a, like, a terrible person, yeah. But, like, realistically, the movie wasn't about Tarzan versus Clayton. It was about Tarzan and Jane. Tarzan finding civilization, Jane finding Tarzan. So he didn't have as much impact on the story. Realistically, the only impact on the story was, hey, I'm bad dude. I kill gorillas. Yeah. Let me go hang myself. He, they really did that in a kid's movie. They did that, that in 1999 crazy. in a kid's movie. That's Wait, what? what are you yeah, Clayton dies because he falls through the vines and he ends up accidentally like wrapping a vine around his neck and he like essentially died. Hey, I remember that part, but it wasn't it wasn't on purpose. It's not like he meant to do it. It was just kind of a... Ooh, uh, no, uh, he was trapped in vines and he had a machete and he was just like, I need to get out of here and kill this Tarzan person. And so he started chopping away and then like the vines gave out and... Yeah, he kind of killed himself. Because like, had he just stood still and like... Oh, okay. Uh, I guess that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Like, it wasn't intentional. But, but it like, was still really still... graphic for Disney deaths. Like, in yeah. the 90s, they were really about killing people and they were like, we do not... Yeah. That's the thing, though. They didn't even show, like, the worst part about it, well, not the worst part, but, like, the way they presented it was, like, just, like, really soul-crushing. Like, the lightning flash, and you just see the shadow of him just swinging. And it was just like, oh, wow, that's scarring. Yeah, he's dead. He's gone. Is it as scarring as when when the king um, from the Lion King fell into the pit of the buffalo? Not really, because I feel like that's just like really good storytelling. Shout out to William Shakespeare. I felt like it wasn't as graphic as it could have been. Now, if you would have showed me him actually getting trampled, yes, that would have been scarring. Interesting. Hmm. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. That's interesting. Hmm. Okay, I have one. Go I'm gonna it. go. Mine is um, the AI from Wally, AI. the robot. So like. I don't remember what his name was, but it's the robot. Essentially, it's the robot that keeps the humans in space, right? It's the robot that says Earth is not habitable. And when Wally comes back with the plant, the robot is literally like, you are not leaving. And I think it's the least worst villain because the robot is really just doing its job, truly. It's literally just trying to keep Hmm. the humans alive. It's really just trying to make sure it's what's best for them and, like, at the end of the day, it's not the robot and AI's fault that it's like this way. It's the people that built it. So even though they play it as like this negative role, it's just doing its job, which isn't great, you know. Yeah. But it's also like that's how he was built. Not a bad dude. He's just the antagonist. Yeah. So that's what I think makes it the least worse because there's not even any motivation behind it. I think what makes a good villain is like the the thing that pushes that like i think chase and chris you both mentioned this like that what is why are they doing this like what's the reason like what is the backstory what is the motivation behind it and this ai really didn't have one it was just like this is what i do like this is my job and like i need to make sure you humans are alive and i have been told that earth is not habitable for us so anything you try to do to break that i'm gonna hide from you because my job is to make sure the humans don't go back to earth so makes sense that's my least worst makes sense that's a good one i didn't that's a good one that one yeah i did not expect to, to hear from wally um wally. thank you wow. I thought about this one guys it's three weeks in a row three episodes in a row i thought about all of the least worst options she's got the hat trick so proud of myself it'll probably never happen I again think, so enjoy it i think this one will be will be controversial okay lay it on us so i think 
the least worst option for a Disney villain was Cruella Deville. <gasps> really? I would put really? her. I wouldn't put her least worst. I'd put her way worse. Yeah, she was. She was definitely a shitty person. She was trying to steal dogs to skin them. Yes. For her coats. However, and plus, her last name is literally Devil. Yeah. However, she was cool as fuck. Not what anybody says. <laughs> she had drip. However, drip. she did have. Her hair lie. was dope. Her <laughs> name was cool. Yeah, she had a she had a good song. She did have a good song. Right, she was she was all about the empowerment. What was her song? Uh, Cruella Deville. Cruella Deville. Yeah. It was like the only memorable song from the movie. Yeah, it's really good. But yeah, I just think I think. Like, yes, she was evil, but she was like, she was a cool kind of evil. Yeah. Which makes her like, not the worst, but not the best. Yeah. Kind of right there in the middle. Yeah, you're right. Like, she was a cool kind of evil. The, uh, like, I would, I would be Cruella DeVille. I wouldn't mind being, if I wanted to be a villain. You think that, do you think that's who your villain no. is? No. I don't no. think so. I don't think so. What was the uh, Ursula? Like, Ursula was evil as fuck. Yeah. But she wasn't cool. No. She was, she was just uh, evil. Uh, she was just actually, she really looked like she was evil. Same thing with Scar. Scar was evil. And he looked stupid. He had that big yeah, ass. Yeah, but he had so much motivation behind why he was evil. Yeah. Yeah, he did, which is why he's actually a good character. But the way he looked wasn't like Cruella DeVille. Cruella DeVille had style. She had yeah. pizzazz. She had she had a company. She had like those minions. She had power. That's a good point, Chris. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take the materialism over everything. Cash rules everything around me. Cream dollar dollar Come bill, on. y'all. Wu Tang. Right. But um, going back to Wu Tang Financial. Um, going back to Scar. Could you imagine having a name based on a like a physical feature? I mean, like, people have nicknames like that all the time. Like if I. Was it Andy and people called me Stumpy? That's the equivalent of what Scar is. That is the equivalent. How fucked up is that? Everyone's just like, well, yo, what's up? Physically disfigured person. Well, it's That's like, um, <laughs> it's like when like really big guys have like, like Tiny Tim, but they're like giant. It's kind of similar to that, but I guess the opposite. Hmm. I mean, the opposite is okay, I guess, but like, it also wasn't done in like, in enjoyment or like, yeah. hey, I like you. This is a fun pet nickname for you. Do you or think like, Scar this had a nickname. name before Scar, and then he got his Scar, and so they named him Scar, they, like renaming? I think maybe so. Like, maybe his name was close to Scar, and then he got a Scar, and they're like, you know what? Fuck all those extra letters. This is called Scar. Scar. That's like, like, what if his name was like Scarletto? Yeah, he really had no. That chance. was his actual name. Like, if you name a kid and Scar, he got the Scar like. Nah, and he's already like the second in line to the throne, so he's like, "I'm not fucking gonna get this, especially after this dumbass baby was born. I'm fucked." Yeah. Fuck that dumbass baby. Yeah, I, I had a. I wouldn't call him a friend. I'll call him a coworker. Back when I was working in the sweatshops making conveyor belts, um, but they hired a new guy, and like on his first week, they had him cutting rubber, and they said, "Here's some rubber." Here's a knife. Go cut it. So his dumb self literally went and sat down on the concrete floor and tried to cut the rubber with like an exacto knife. 
And I was like, I don't, I don't know what's going on over there. But I was like 17 at the time. So I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to keep doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And then all of a sudden, there goes a finger. And it was gone. And then yeah. for the rest of our summer, we called him Nine Finger Phil. Yeah, I was going to say, that's one of the, like, Nine, nine finger, finger Jack or something. Yeah. Nine Finger Phil. All right. Um, so, so going back to, sorry to interrupt, but going back to Scar, his actual birth name is much worse. Oh no. Worse than Scarletto? Worse than Scar. His name is Taka, which is Swahili for waste. <gasps> for moist? For waste. Waste. Like trash. Oh. Shit. He had. Oh, no wonder bad. he's a freaking villain. Yeah. Well, it doesn't make sense man. for there to be two, two male lions in a pride, right? It should only be the one. Like, he should have gone on to find his own pride. Like that's how it works. He did. That's like saying like, you're the you're the second son of this incredibly rich kingdom, but you'll never be the king. So you should just leave all this money that's going to be available to you, all this luxury, so you can be your own king somewhere else. But you'll be broke for a little bit. But that's how lions work. I, nah, bro, I'm staying. I don't care. Let me live in the lap of luxury. <laughs> <laughs> that um okay. Close us out though. I have a question. If you if you were a Disney villain, which Disney villain do you think you'd be? Hades. No, I want to be Hades. Really? You're not Hades. Well, I'm Hades. Okay, we can't all be Hades. Hades is the most fun. He's villain. the best. Be He's my favorite. <laughs> he is a fun villain. We can't all be Hades. That's not possible. Like how we all immediately think, agreed on Hades. Yeah, I think we agreed though at one point that Chris was Isma from the from. Um, Emperor's New Groove. To the secret lab. Pull the lever, Why do we even have that lever? <laughs> All right, I guess I'm easy. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like I'm not a villain. I'm just Kronk. Honestly, yeah, I think we just we just came back to the fact that you're Kronk, he's Isma, and I'm Cusco. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Which isn't like it's not off base. <laughs> yeah. Well, that wasn't my That's question, sad. but I do like that we all were like Hades. Like, no, I'm Hades. <laughs> yeah. Hades is the best. James Ward kills that role. Oh, Hades is the best. All right. Well, folks, well, thank you for joining us for the list least worst options section. We did Disney villains, and once again, I'm gonna round Robin and Chase. What was yours? Mine was William Clayton. Chris. Tarzan. What was yours? Rilla DeVille from 101 Dalmatians. And mine was the AI from Wally. Let us know what you think. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at least worst. Oh, send us an email. Let us know your Disney villain, you know? Um, and join us back here in like a quick few seconds for Chris's Corner, where Chris gives us an insight into something. But I don't know what it is because it's always a surprise for us. So we'll see you soon. Bye. And we're back from a beautiful break. Um, we've got Chris here. He's going to take over. I'm going to pass the theoretical mic on over via the Zoom room to Chris, who's going to take us on a journey into his corner. So, Chris, let the people know what's up in the corner. Hey, people. Uh, in the corner, we have me and a bunch of other stressed out teachers who are um, somewhat alive, but also probably somewhat dead. And so I just wanted to talk about it. I want to talk about what happened this past week in school. 
Um, there's always too many things to talk about. So for my corner today, I'll be reading off a couple of different topics that I think will be interesting for us to discuss. And if Leslie or Chase would like to uh, talk about it, they'll just make their little stopping noise. Chase, what's your stopping noise again? Um, Wonderful. Okay, stop. And then Leslie, what's your stopping noise? Beep, beep. All right. So Chase will be saying, uh, and Leslie will be saying, <laughs> beep, beep. Pretty much. So our first topic that we have for this past week in school is that COVID, COVID-19, the coronavirus in schools is surprisingly still not going away. Uh, there have been a spike in cases and schools are still open. Beep, beep. Did we think it was gone? Um, to Leslie, no, we didn't. We had very accurate data. We had very accurate numbers. Yep. Um, there was never any question about how many cases there were. Um, but what's been happening, at least in my school, is that we've had a couple of presumed cases. We've also had a couple of positive cases um, at our school. And it's been an interesting thing to see how they handle it because we're still going to school. Mm-hmm. Uh, how we many are weeks still- are you guys live now? Four, three? This has been our, we just finished our fourth week mm-hmm. of simultaneous teaching. Um, How do you handle we, that? You, you don't. You just hope for the best. Um, so basically what happens is that I'm virtually teaching from my classroom and I have kids in person who are logged onto their computer and they're watching the lesson that I'm giving virtually. Interesting. What, Even what's though the- you're 10 feet away? They're all spaced out, so their desks are, are six feet apart from each other. Um, obviously, not all the kids came back, so it's a smaller classroom. Like, one of my classes is only five kids, so I can just put them all over the room. One of them is 12, so it's a little bit harder, but I can still space them out. Um, so you're teaching these kids virtually but while in the room. simultaneously yeah. being in the same room? Mm-hmm. Yes. Exactly. Um, that is one of the things I've ever heard of. It's a thing. It's a thing. Liz, what were you going to say? I was going to say, what, what's the kids get to choose whether or not they come back or their parents, I guess, are the ones that decide if they come back in person or not, or is there another system? Right. So their parents, they get a survey and they actually just sent out the last survey for the next six weeks, but their parents get a survey and they get to choose whether or not they want to come back in person. And if they say yes, they come back. And if they say no, they say virtual. Okay. The problem is, what happens when one teacher has too many kids say they want to come back because you can really only fit like 10 to 13 kids in a classroom and mm-hmm. keep them reasonably socially distanced. So that's been an interesting thing. I uh, also had a kid in one of my classes. He uh, got an email during class and he read it out loud because why, why would he not? He said, oh, yes, I'm so happy. He said, I got tested yesterday. And I just got the message that I'm negative. In my mind, I was like, wait, what? You got, Why were you getting tested? You tested yesterday? And the second question is, wait, so you just got the results? <laughs> what would have happened if it said you're positive? What, like, what happened like in class? This exact moment? <laughs> like, literally, he was in class, got his response back from his COVID test. And he said, yep, I'm negative. I'm good to go for the rest of the day. So COVID has been a very fun thing that we've seen in schools. 
Um, and for some reason, we're still there. But just how it goes. COVID's awesome. not Let's going keep going uh, to our next one. So class management has become a thing again since I have actual kids in front of me, meaning when they yell things, now I have to actually tell them to shut up instead of just hitting the mute button. How, how much I power guess, do you have with that mute button? Oh, yo, oh. That mute button was uh, incredible. I Listen, when I get to mute Chase on the podcast, when Chase is doing something and I get to mute him, I think I've only done it once. Greatest feeling of my life. It's like, we need like this in just, real world. Oh, that head right, like I need, yeah. I need so each good. kid to have like a chip in their neck. And like when they're talking, I just hit a button like, nope, don't want to hear it. You're Goodbye. Good. Um, next one. So this week we talked about uh, losing your identity in class and we listened to a podcast called Criminal um, and it talked about this girl who had her uh, identity stolen. And mm -hmm. if you want to take a guess, who do you think stole her identity? So like, like someone we know? Like, like another no, somebody woman, in her like, life. Oh, her best friend. Who do you think? Her best I'm friend? Or her like, parent. Or uh, parent. Or something? Leslie, you are correct. Her mother stole her uh, her identity, and you won't believe what happened after it. Every single kid in my class was like, wait, so is it possible for my parents to steal my identity? Yes. And I was like, yeah, theoretically, they, they, they definitely could because they have access to all your information. And so now I have about 91 kids who have been questioning their parents about whether or not they've stolen their identity. That's beep beep. That's so funny. Well, because I had I used to work with kids with behavioral issues in college, um, like middle schoolers and high schoolers. And one of them tried to sell me his social security number. He was like, Miss Leslie, I'll sell this to you. And I said, Don't sell your social. And he was like, No, 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 it's cool. My mom, like, already I have credit. Like, my mom's like got some cars and stuff. Like, it's really good. Like, don't worry about it. I was like, I'm worried about it. <laughs> don't sell your social security number, please. My, Keep my it to yourself. Actually, what kind of really mother? Trying to make it. It's, listen, situations and lives, bro. My dad has thought about putting stuff on our name, but that's partially so that we build credit. Like, it's for us, not for them. But, like, also, like, think about it. If you yeah, have yeah, really shitty credit. credit. Yeah. Yeah. If you have really bad credit Wait. and your kid has good credit, like. So is that like the next business model to start selling social security numbers to people Maybe. who have bad credit? I mean, that's already a business model. Welcome to the deep web. Whoa, but wait, I think what Chris means thing? is with like with your permission. Yeah. Oh, oh, like like a legalized sort of like yeah business. Like I have uh, good credit. I could buy three. I have good credit, good income. I can buy three cars, and so I could technically sell someone. Like be like, okay, it's gonna be under my name, but you're gonna make the payments to me. And I'm gonna make the yeah, payments. But... So no, I mean like just selling your actual identity. Oh yeah, but like then what just... identity do you have after that? Well, can I just go make one? I mean, why wouldn't you just keep yours then? Well, because I'm gonna make Leslie, how much was that kid charging you for his, his social? I'm imagining like ten dollars. Oh, uh, a couple Please tell me he was like hundred fifty. You're telling me that you were you were teaching how old was the child? 16 maybe 15 he's like, like okay this child knew how much a, so a social security number is worth that okay so he's been around the block once or twice yeah which yeah. makes me not want to buy that social no i mean there's a lot of reasons think, you shouldn't buy a social but yes that is one <laughs> sure i mean i think i think we should get into the business would never buy a social 
unless you want no, to be never, in. never. This is all this is all hypothetical. Um, I strictly think hypothetical, strictly hypothetical. I think yeah. we should get into the business of making identities. Definitely a great tangent. I don't know how we got from kids wondering about their their identities. Uh, well, because I had a kid try to sell me a social security number. That's how we got here. That was a long, long journey we just went through. But uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna hit one more one more headline. We'll we'll skip a couple. Uh, there was a game we played this week. It's called Secret Agent. Have you guys ever heard of it? Is it like Mafia or Among Us? No, no, I don't I don't think so. So one of the, the biggest problems with being virtual, or really just being a teacher in general, is making sure that every kid ever participates. Uh, that you'll usually have like the less in your class that won't stop talking. Okay. You'll have the chase in the class that makes jokes and, and always wants to say something. But usually there's about 80% of the class just sitting there. The Chris Waiting. Nope, I was also a talker. Um, but 80% of the class is just there. So what do you do to solve that problem? You play a game called Secret Agent. So every day I would randomly pick two kids to be their class's secret agents, and they would be the only ones that I watch throughout the class, or I watch them specifically to see if they're doing the work, answering the questions, uh, and participating in class. Mm-hmm. Now at the beginning of class, I don't tell them who the secret agents are, so it gives the idea that it could be anybody. All of this is an effort to increase participation. Right. And then at the end of class, I tell them who their secret agents were and how many points they earned for them. Oh, so you don't tell the secret agents they're the secret agents. So like if me and Chase were in your class, we could be your secret agents, but we don't know we're your secret agents until the end of class. Exactly. And because I'm picking random names, it's not like a a pattern that you can figure out. There are some kids who are secret agents three days in a row. Some kids Mm -hmm. have never been it or the three weeks we played. Right. And so this game got these kids understandably very emotional because the prizes not gonna lie they were pretty solid no, <laughs> no they were solid prizes oh, and prizes in this. of course there are prizes how else do you get children to do anything you have to bribe them with Facts. something Facts. because having a good grade is no longer good enough yeah. it doesn't matter it doesn't matter um, and so i when, when you say a kid's name out loud and you're like you know charles got you guys one point today but Emily got you guys 12 points today. What do you think the class is going to do? They're going to fucking love Emily and hate Charles. Fuck Charles. All right. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so on the last day, which was uh, this Friday, um, on the last day of the game, it was very close. Not only for the weekly competition, but the overall competition because it was three weeks. And the last class of the day had a chance to win it all. They had two kids. One of them was an excellent student, and one of them, you know, he, he needs some help. And so I sent them five questions just for, like, trivia to see if they could get some extra points. One of the kids answered immediately, got the five points. He's good. The other kid didn't respond in time. I know. But they still earned points for the day. So when I told them, one kid had, like, 13 or no, he had 16 points for the day, which is a ton. And the other kid only had set they lost the overall game by three points no this is bad though what if you're the kid that like didn't do the points yeah. like i feel really bad for you, better, the other you, kid. you gotta do better next time dang so no what but about I, the like, other guys in class that are just like well fuck you tevin yeah 
Like That's I would just be like so happened. bad. Like if I lost the, the thing for the cloud, I'd be like, I'm so sorry. It's like, it's like when you have the last shot, like you have the game winning shot, you know, it's all you, you could have fucking made it and you miss it. That's what you're doing to these kids. Sounds yeah. like that one kid ain't Jordan. You're trying to teach him that Mamba mentality. Actually, no, I'm, <laughs> oh, back no. I'm, I'm in on it. Oh no, I like it. Yep. I'm in it. I'm in pressure it. makes I'm diamonds, it. right? Pressure oh makes God. diamonds. Pressure makes diamonds. <laughs> That's what it's all about. No. And so at the, at the end of the class, uh, because it's simultaneous and we're virtual and we're uh, in-person, when I logged off the call and I just had my in-person kids that were left as they were waiting to go to the next class, they were just talking so much shit about this child that did not answer the questions. And I was like, should I stop this? Yes. <laughs> and I, yeah. I didn't. I thought I mean, it was six kids builds better people. No, I mean right? it's I good like, because it it forces them all to be like, "Fuck, I gotta step my game up. I don't want to be that kid." But also, I just feel bad for right, the kid. Nobody wants nobody wants to get bullied in school. But guess what? I'm building bullies. I'm building bullies who care about their grade. So these are bullies for a good cause. That's why I'm gonna sell it if I ever get in trouble. These are bullies for a good cause. If I ever get in trouble. Cause. You feel like that'll work? Will I get in, will I still get in trouble no. if I say that? You'll probably get in trouble. Not really, because you're creating a um, learning environment. No, what is that one book? Island of Pigs or um, Lord of the Flies? Lord of the, the Flies. flies. Yeah, you think it's gonna be like Lord of the Flies, flies where they're, they're killing, killing each other? They're yes. really gonna kill each other? Yes. Interesting. They really kill that. Kid. Well, it depends on how dope these gifts are. Yeah. What are they getting? I what mean, are gifts? so the first week, I said, "Hey, your lowest grade, automatic hundred." easy whoa right second week i was like you know what one of these days we'll just have a free day and was it really a free day no we just played jeopardy because you know we went to commemorate the good old jeopardy free day uh and then this last week i told them if they win then they will get like i have five huge windows in my class so i said whatever you guys want to put on these windows it's up to you you can decorate it how you choose Oh, that's cool. So they can send me pictures. Wait, how old are these kids? They're in seventh grade. Eighth right? graders. Eighth graders? Yeah, yeah, so 13. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, they have, to, they have to send it to me because a lot of them are, are still uh, virtual. So I'll have to print it out. I'll have to put it up. Um, it'll be me and like the five kids who are actually in, the, in person there. Um, and then the overall prize for all three weeks winning uh, the most points was basically a raffle day where – they're going to get a certain number of points. And then if they do the work in class, they'll get more points and they can use those points to bet on different prices. Oh, so you're cool. teaching them not only how to bully, but to gamble. Basically. Yep. No, he's teaching them how to invest. Cause you got to be smart about it. Right. You got to put in enough you gotta points. Be, you so got to that... be smart about what you, yeah. You got to remember how many points that other person has. Exactly. Yeah, investing is win. just the white person's name for gambling. It's true. I was talking to my financial <laughs> counselor at work <laughs> And I That's was literally, he was explaining the stock market to me. And I was like, oh, or, and I was like, oh, so this is like when you go, like you're betting on a horse, right? I was like, it's not gambling, but it's gambling. But it's like when you bet on a horse and you know this horse is going to win. He's like, yeah, and you want to actually segment it. So you're actually betting on the top three horses. And I was like, exactly. So yeah. Yeah. And you want to parlay that with a bunch of other options so that like that, you know, are good. And that's just going to double and triple your money in the back. Yeah, you're teaching these kids how to bully and gamble people. I'm teaching but these honestly, kids real life skills. Everybody that's always what I was going to say. Man, yes, Chris. all the stuff we learn in school I'm is, on board, is Chris, useless. I'm on board. I'm teaching them stuff they're going to need when they get yeah. to be our age. 
Chris is that's what I know. Chris I mean, is you're not wrong. I do bully people and I do gamble, so like you Chris gotta bully is people, otherwise the they'll minds. walk all over you. Chris is molding the minds of the future in the right direction. It's true. Wow. I mean, hey. If they're gonna gamble, I'll be their degenerate bookie. I'll take it. I'll take your money. <laughs> Chase is like, Chase is like, give me their names, give me their social security numbers. I'm gonna keep an eye on them, see what happens. Names, social security <laughs> numbers, credit card, home address, birthday. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Wow. Uh, I don't know if I'll require any of that, but we'll see. Wow, Chris, thank you so much. That was great. This is a good journey into your number, week. Account number. All right, Chase. We get it. You're trying to steal these kids' identities. We get it. We get it. We know white collar no, crimes is what you're trying to steal their identities. I'm trying to steal their money. No. <laughs> not they their... can keep their identities. They can they can keep being fly at school, but they won't be flying their own dime. They'll be fly on his dime. <laughs> It'll belong to Chase. I can't. I'm done. You All can right. Fly well, as you want, as long as you keep the money coming in. <laughs> well, this has been another episode of the least worst option. Follow us on Instagram at least worst o. Or send us an email at leastworstoption at gmail.com. This has been Leslie, Chris, and Chase. Um, this was a good time. Thank you, Chris, for your corner. It was very enjoyable. And we hope that you guys decide to join us again on our next episode. We will see you soon, and you'll hear us soon. Um, goodbye. Goodbye.